Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. Hi everyone, welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about making improvements to our habits. Habits are really hard to change because usually many of the things that we do each day kind of run on autopilot. So you don't really have to put much thought or effort into your current habits, so it's much easier to just keep doing what you've been doing rather than to make changes. And we become used to doing things a certain way and we just kind of continue to do that. So in order to change our behaviors, we have to really make a continued effort for a significant amount of time to make the habit that we're trying to create run on autopilot. And I tried to kind of find out like for real how how long it takes to build a habit or to change a habit. And there's really kind of a wide range of information indicating how long it takes to make a new habit. Um, I did a quick Google search and the first information that came up indicated that it took anywhere from 18 days to 254 days to form a new habit. So with a range like that, it's really hard to say how long it will take you to develop a habit that you're trying to make in your life. But regardless of how long it will take, changing habits is really hard work. So what can we do to try to make changing habits a little bit easier on ourselves? Of course, like pretty much almost everything I talk about, starting small. Starting small really works well in so many areas of our lives and it definitely helps um, to start small when you're trying to make changes to your habits. When we try to make huge changes, we might start out strong, but then it often gets too difficult to keep up with. There are so many of us that struggle with New Year's resolutions that involve major changes to how we behave because You know, some of us think that the person we are on December 31st is going to suddenly change into an entirely new person on January 1st. And once that motivation that's created by the start of the new year wears off, we very often go back to our old ways. So it's so much easier to make small changes rather than drastic ones. When we make small changes, yes, it's going to take longer um, than than we might want it to take to get to where we want to be, but the changes that we make are much more likely to stick. When we try to make major changes, that initial excitement about the change wears off when we realize that we just can't keep up with it, and then we often wind up just giving up on it altogether. With with um you know building habits it really requires consistency and some days we just don't feel like keeping up with goals we set for ourselves however even if you start small you still need to stick with those small changes this requires a good amount of self-discipline which can be hard on really exhausting or challenging days, but those are the most important days to really try our hardest to stick with our habits. And when there's smaller changes, it will be easier to try and just do those little bits of 
change that you're trying to accomplish even when you do have those really challenging days. So you really want to try to do the new thing or the new behavior, whether you feel like it or not, most of the time. Of course, there's going to be a day occasionally that's just way too draining to do anything beyond getting by, but we really need to try to do everything we can to push through those days and stick to our habits as much as possible because skipping habits on hard days can just kind of break the cycle of building that habit. And it just makes it that much more difficult to really try and make those changes. Every time we quit a new habit, it makes it that much harder to start up again because we've kind of reinforced to ourselves that we're not able to make this habit stick. So you really want to try to keep going as best as you can, as much as you can. Some things that can be motivating to um, some people um, in sticking with a habit is using a habit tracker. Um, You can do uh, paper on your fridge that you mark off. You could do a spreadsheet on your computer or you can use an app on your phone. There's a lot of different ways to track your habits just to kind of see the progress you're making. I've used several different habit tracker apps, but the one I always end up going back to is Strides. I use the free version, so it does limit um, how many different habits you can track. But working on too many habits is overwhelming anyway, so I don't feel like there's a need to be able to track more than a couple anyhow. In this app that I use, that one called Strides, you can um, set up habits to track on like a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, whatever kind of works for you and depending on what type of habit you're trying to um, to work on. So for example, if you say you want to do something once a day or um, four times a week, three times a month, whatever. When I first started using the app, I tried to do streaks to see how long I could keep going at something. But I found for me personally, whenever I broke the streak, I kind of lost my motivation because I felt like I messed up. So what's the point? Oh, well, that didn't work. And then I would just kind of quit because I would I wouldn't be excited about it anymore because the streak was over and it was kind of like I was completely starting over. So now what I do, I, I use that same app, but um, when I set up my habits, I kind of try and do it using the 80-20 rule, meaning that 80% of the time I do it and 20% I might not. So if I'm trying to do a habit on most days, I'll put in a goal of hitting it 25 days per month, which then leaves like five to six days each month to not do the habit, but still be able to have a successful month. So it's really about figuring out what works best for you. Another method of trying to improve our habits is by using habit stacking. This is really when you're trying to build a new habit, not necessarily change one that um, already exists. But with habit stacking, you stack a habit, a, a new habit that you want to build to a habit that already exists. For example, I might say, after I get dressed, I take out food for dinner. Every morning, I'm gonna get dressed. That's already a habit, obviously. So if I say, as soon as I get dressed, I take out dinner, and you just kind of keep telling yourself, as soon as I get dressed, the next thing I go take out dinner, you can build that into a habit because getting dressed is something you're already doing every day, and it's just a matter of attaching that other habit to that same task. Or you could say, when I eat lunch, I'm going to read for 20 minutes if you're trying to build a habit of maybe reading more. Or allow, you know, and you know, you enjoy reading, but you're not making time for it. You could say, okay, every day when I eat lunch, I'm going to read. Or after the dishes are done, I'm going to go for a short walk. 
it, it really just, it's really just taking one thing that you know you do every day at roughly a certain time and attaching another habit to it that you want to incorporate into your day. And it often really works well because the habit you already have is the reminder to do the new habit. And you're more likely to be consistent with a new habit because you already have a designated time to make sure that you do it. So it, because it's right after a habit that you already have. So it's unlikely that you're not going to do the activity that triggers the new habit because it's something that you already do without really any thought. And at first you might have to remind yourself to stack the two habits together, but pretty quickly it can just kind of become part of your, your routine. Another um, thing you could do is to try and attach something fun to your new habit. Is there something fun that you love to do that you can do while you're working on your new habit? For example, if you love listening to podcasts or audiobooks, you could do this while going for a nice walk. Um, if you're adding a new daily cleaning habit, you know, maybe you could have like a nice drink, like a favorite tea or coffee to enjoy while you're working on the task. Adding something fun to do while you're working on a new habit can remind you to take action because it can become something to look forward to. And you might want to limit the amount of time you do these fun things outside of when you're working on your new habit because if you have a favorite drink in your hand all day, it might not be that exciting to have another one while you clean up the kitchen. But if you can try and find something that's kind of special to do only while you're doing that habit, it could really kind of make it more of um, something enjoyable to do and a reminder to, um, to try and keep up on that habit. If you have a bad habit that you'd like to get rid of, see if you can replace it with a good habit. For example, once I started working from home, I started to develop a habit of just grabbing something to snack on during my workday when I wasn't necessarily even hungry. It was more just like I needed a quick break so that I could kind of refocus and get back to work. And I really didn't need snacks, but it was just something to do. So when I was in the office, that wasn't really an option, but from working at my kitchen table, it became really easy to just get up and get a snack at like random times, really for no reason. Like I said, I wasn't even hungry. It was just like I needed like something to do. So to me, I thought that was a bad habit. So um, in order to break this habit, when I got the urge to get up and get a snack, I tried to remind myself, I'm really not hungry right now. I don't need a snack. Instead, I would just stand up and stretch a bit, or maybe I would do a couple of really quick exercises. It was enough to distract me from wanting to get some snacks that I wasn't really hungry for, and it gave me a quick mental break so that I could refocus and get back to work. So if you have a bad habit that you'd really like to try to break, try and think if there's something else you could kind of redirect yourself to do instead when you get an urge to do that thing that you're trying to get out of, um, you know, get out of the habit of doing. So um, kind of having a plan in place like that to say, okay, when I have the urge to do this, I'm going to do this instead, it doesn't always work, but it can definitely be helpful to try and have something in mind already to know you want to refocus yourself to do this alternative act instead. Habits that are not attached to a specific time are more difficult to build. Um, certain habits... Um, or actions that happen a certain number of times uh, or that, that don't ha happen um, on certain times or periods are, are difficult. Like for example, say we wanna change our spending habits or our eating habits or how much time we spend on our cell phone. Those aren't just like a one day, you know, I'm gonna exercise for 20 minutes every day at this time. These are things that we don't really know what dates or times the situations are going to come up where we want to, you know, work on changing the habit. So it's it's much more difficult to change these types of habits because it's not designated to a certain place or time. 
Like for example, if you have trouble with impulse control when it comes to spending, you have to wait until you're in a position where control is required to be able to work on that habit. So these types of habits require more effort and mindfulness because we don't know when we're gonna need to work on changing those habits because it's only when those situations occur. Weeks could go by where you might not be in a situation that tempts you to spend. Um, For those types of goals, where there's really not a concrete time or place to practice your habit, it's really important to remind yourself about your intentions before you're put in the situation. Before you go out shopping, if you're having trouble with impulse control with spending, make it a goal to leave the store with just what you went in for. Don't go shopping just to go shopping if you know you have trouble with impulse spending. You really want to try to limit the temptations and encourage yourself prior to being put in that situation that causes you to exhibit the behaviors that you're looking to change. And that can do a lot with um, helping to improve those habits, but those are much more difficult to change and they do require a lot of mindfulness and thought and preparation as you go into those situations that would cause um, those habits to kind of come up. And unfortunately, there is no magic answer on how to change habits. If there were, there would not be so many different techniques to help us with making these changes. It's difficult to change habits or implement new ones, but if you're willing to make a commitment to make a change, you can definitely do it. It might take a long time to do, but if you don't give up, changes are definitely possible. And just remember that if you mess up, it's still better to restart than to just give up. You can always restart right away, restart the next minute. You don't have to wait until tomorrow or next Monday to get back to it. The minute you go off track, immediately tell yourself you will start fresh right now. There's no reason to delay getting back on track. You're always gonna be better off by restarting now than giving up because you went back to a bad habit or forgot to do something new. And make sure to celebrate your successes. Make a big deal out of the successes that you have with improving your habits. A habit is easy because it's something we do without thinking, but changing or creating a new habit is not easy. If you've made steps to positively impact your life by forming new habits that have just now become part of your everyday life, you should celebrate that. It's difficult work to build habits and it's difficult to make positive changes in our life you know, good habits are much harder to form than bad ones. And if that were not the case, we wouldn't all need to work on improving our habits. So make sure you congratulate yourself for your successes, no matter how small you think they might be. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was a little bit motivational to maybe make some changes you might want to be making in your life. And um, that's it for today's episode. I'm so thankful that you came here to listen and I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode. And don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. And you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.